TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you and as always, I couldn't do it without my brother from another mother. He is a far better runner than I am. He is just <laughs> define the aging stereotype one step at a time. Dr. Damien Christoph, how are you, legend? Uh, well, thanks, Piercy. Thank you. I was wondering where we're going with that because we're with the champion runner today, and I'm thinking, what is he going to say here? Where am I going to be put like in the world of runners? So I'm happy that I'm just a bit better than you, but I don't think that's true either because I've seen you fly around with your uh, with your barefoot running shoes. Oh, give me um, a break. That was I've seen ago. you flying around with your barefoot running shoes. So no, I've got a, I've got a, an old pair of your Vivos actually. That yeah. uh, that that get a workout every now and again, but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm in yeah. some more, let's say, well sold shoes. I like barefoot shoes, but no, no they, I think I'm not running in barefoot. Anyway, that's no. a topic for another day. Um, this yeah. is a very <laughs> exciting episode because back on episode five one eight, that's five hundred and eighteen for the newbies, we spoke to Jane Woodlands Thompson, who I just call Jane WT because of the long two hyphenated surname, uh, who's the general manager of the Australian Masters Games, uh, which is taking place in Adelaide and the wider region of South Australia in October. Um, we are going to be chatting with participants and leaders, leaders of this event over the coming months, and one of them is an inspiring woman by the name of Anna Liptak. Anna is an inspiring fitness coach, award-winning documentary creator of a great doco called I Am Not a Runner, uh, and has spent more than 20-plus years in the fitness game helping people achieve incredible health and fitness. Get this, she has run over 34 marathons, more than 100 half marathons. Uh, she trains weekend warriors to run marathons. They travel the world conquering incredible life achievements. And Anna will be no doubt participating and coaching and supporting a few people at this year's Australian Masters Games. Anna, welcome to 100 Not Out. Thank you very much for having me here. I'm very excited to be here, Marcus and Damien. Thanks. And it's the greatest thing that you're with us today because um, it's a funny little journey running because your documentary, uh, I Am Not a Runner, just the title struck a chord with me because many years ago I used to run a podcast called The Wellness Guys and I was into the food. I'm a nutritionist and naturopath and Cairo. And, you know, so for me it was all about food, the structure and function. And then Brett Hill, who was one of the other wellness guys, he was into well, we actually put him into running, so he didn't. We didn't know he didn't know what he was going to be doing, but we said you're going to be the running guy. And then Lawrence was the mindset guy, and so Brett then got into running and you know loved it. And he's going, "Come on, Damo, you got to run." And I would say, "No, nah, I'm not a runner. I'm not a runner." And that was my excuse. Like, and I was well, so everyone says it. I was dedicated to it. Like, I was so committed to being not a runner that I just didn't want to run. And I made up all of the excuses: sore knees, sore hips. You know, it doesn't make me feel good. I get tired from it, all that sort of stuff. So it really spoke to me. But is that a common excuse? Is that what people say, I'm not a runner? Well, I think it, it is an excuse that people give themselves, but other people actually say it to you too. So I'm not a runner. I come from a, a family of elite athletes. And, um, you know, it's been said to me, I, Anna, you're not a runner. Give it up. 
And I'm like, well, actually, I am actually running. I'm moving forward. And I'm coaching other people to to do it too. Yeah. And people still can can continue to say that. I'm not a runner. And, yes, I have run over 30 marathons. It doesn't mean I'm elite at all, Damien. Um, You know, it's I, I simply am not a runner, but I love participating. I love celebrating that my body can move. I love mm. being part of something. I remember when I came home from my New York Marathon, which is one of the first ones I did, um, and it actually was my best time that I ever did. And I came home and my kids, because it was in the paper and there was a few people making a bit of a fuss about it, not that I'm anywhere near elite level, but it's just because I'm associated to Matthew Liptap, the footballer. The great um, so Adelaide of- pro Matthew Liptap for those that like their own health. <laughs> Um, so there was a bit of conversation around it. And my two kids said to me, where did you come? And I said, I came 5,564th. Yes, for me. And they said, really? Hey. And um, they they then learned, I wanted them to learn that it's about participation. It's not about winning. It's about being involved. And the person who comes in, in the back, who's number 50,000, gets the same medal as our Olympians, Jessica Trengrove, as the same medal as me. We all run on the same road or walk on the same road. Um, so I'm not a runner. It was based around I went to a movie. I took um, 60 of my clients who were coming to run the New York Marathon with me in 2018. And many of them hadn't run before. And all of them said, I'm not a runner. I thought, well, this has got to be the name of the movie. We were at a movie and I wanted to inspire them um, about, you know, about being inspired about running. And we went in. It was all about these elite athletes. And we were watching these people do these incredible things. At that stage, I'd run 18 marathons, but it was still way out of my scope, let alone the people that I was training. And I came out of that movie and I thought, gee, I wanted to inspire them and motivate them, but I think I've scared the hell out of them because it was all about winning. It was all about being the best. It was all about six packs. It was all about stuff that was unattainable to 95% of us. And so I walked out of there and I thought, wouldn't it be great to make a movie for the everyday ordinary person to show them that we can all do wonderful things because really that's 95% of us. Unfortunately, sponsors, TV people, all those people don't really want to know about the ordinary person. So we couldn't get sponsors, but I did get a good friend of mine, James Wakeland from Channel 9, and he really believed in the project too. And um, he decided to come along for the ride and we started getting people to videotape themselves Anyway, that's that's the story of I'm not a runner and why um, I'm not a runner came about. And I'm not a runner, but it is simply a story. But who says that you're not something? It's just a society and what it says. So I, I train a lot of women and men. Um, from I started going into the fitness world. I don't know if I'm talking too much, Damien and Marcus, but I'm going to tell you this one story about why. Keep going. Keep going. Is um I um was in marketing and business management 18 years ago and traveling Australia doing events. But my husband said to me, Why don't you go and do something that you love, which is fitness? I had the um my second child at that time and I went and studied fitness. I decided to go and do it. And I walked into this room of these beautiful young personal trainers and I thought, oh my goodness, if I was an everyday person, I'd walk straight out of this room. But because I know I'm fit and healthy, I'm not going to. And through the course of it, I realized that people like me really needed to be helped because there's so many people in this world that aren't moving because they're too embarrassed, they don't know how to do it, they don't look like the six-pack, they don't look like the beautiful women in the gym or whatever it is, and they get really scared. And I thought, well, there's where I want to fit. I want to help people and encourage people to move, to participate and feel good about themselves. Love it. That is just, I, I want to, so I've good. got so many questions. I, I saw in my research that I'm not a runner, um, recently won an Australian Sports Commission um, award, which is 
sensational. Um, and I, I'm, I want to know before, this is a really small question, where can people watch it? Because I'm struggling to find it online. Is it easy for people to watch? Because the shorts that Damo and I have seen are inspiring. So can we get it into the hands of more people? Yeah, so we, basically it's been on SBS for the last two years and SBS Online Demand, but it's now been taken off and now we're looking for another broadcaster and we're hoping um, because there's lots of people wanting to watch it. We do have it on Vimeo, so there it is Vimeo and you can download it for $6 or $7 off there. That goes straight to our production, which is, uh, has been a lot of production, so that's um, that's good. But uh, we're hoping that we uh, we might get some interest from Foxtel or Netflix. Yeah, Reed Hastings from Netflix listens to 100 Not Out religiously, so I reckon you'll be getting a Great. call. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but in the meantime, we'll put a little link to your Vimeo. And, yeah. uh, and yes, it, please yeah, do, because it, it's yeah. also won um, Best Sports Movie in um, the New York Film Awards, Best Motivational Movie. It also won um, Came Runner Up in Boston Film Awards. So it's run, won lots of awards. It needs to get out to people it, because it is about the ordinary person achieving extraordinary things, which usually isn't celebrated, and it is a really beautiful story about not only what it does to them physically but mentally and also in their private lives, in their lives, and to their children as well. So it has an enormous effect. I would love to ask you, and I'm going to do it later, and Damo might ask you about one of your favourite transformation stories that you've experienced. But what I would really love to know, in your view, and, and I think about this all the time and I know Damo does as well, I'd love to know if you do and what you think. Where did this endemic um, limiting mediocre mindset around not moving and I'm too old and I'm not good enough. In your mind, where did it all come from? Like it, it seems counterproductive to living a great life and we all know that it is, but where do you think this originated? I think nat- well, naturally it comes about because we all compare ourselves to other people and you can't compare yourself to someone else because we're never ever going to be the same as someone else. But I think Media does it to us every day. You know, you only have to look on a bus or, yeah, look at the shopping mall and you see these big beautiful pictures of girls in bikinis and, you know, you, you won't ever look like that and then you you feel insecure about yourself. Then you have this constant bombardment. You don't look like this. You don't fit this. You don't, you know, the gyms have all these beautiful pin-up things of, you know, beautiful people which which is it is inspiring and of course there are people like that and you know good for them and I think they're great but then you know you've got to have the everyday person and it's it's really nice to see advertising slowly changing I was looking on a Nike um, website today and they're slowly changing body shapes and things but that's only because people are finally saying it's it's not enough it's not good enough you're not representing me I can't see me out there so you know we need to be represented that just you know, five percent of the world is fabulous and elite and beautiful, and that's wonderful, and they should be celebrated. But the other ninety-five percent of us need to be represented and celebrated and encouraged and told it's okay to move. I've got some people who are who are quite um, overweight but very, very fit and very, very strong. So you know, it's it's finding people's assets and giving them the motivation and confidence that they're okay. Uh, it's a great message and intertwined into that message. Anna, is that it's not about the aesthetics. Like, it's about everything else that you get. And I can't wait to watch this show. I'm going to watch it tonight with Amber. We'll sit on the couch. We'll have hand cuddles after Ted Lasso and uh, and then watch that. I think that's <laughs> what we're going to do tonight. Sounds like a perfect Wednesday night to me. Um, but I think moving away from the stereotypical fit body um, in order to, you know, just enjoy the art of movement, I think is important because, you know, when we go back to our 
tenets of aging well. We talk about engagement and purpose and movement as being the top three tenants, right? And so you get purpose when you've got something to get up to do and you move when you're running and moving forward and you maintain engagement when you're doing that as part of a group or you're with people. So what you're doing is helping people live longer. And and actually interesting, I'm going to be bad here. I'm going to say, because I wrote this down, when you were uh, talking about everyone having sick packs and and that discouraged you from running and now you've run so many marathons, how is your sick pack, six pack now? Is it pretty good? I think it would be under under a few little things that I have around it, probably. <laughs> <laughs> For me, my purpose isn't a six-pack. Not um, a six-pack. I love is, it. No. Um, my purpose is to enjoy life and, um, you know, um, have, have you know, have a nice time with my husband as well, eating out yeah. and things, you know. So it's about balance for me. Um, um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think there will be a six-pack under there, Damien, if I if I want to. Somewhere. It's somewhere. <laughs> but it's no purpose it's really important. Like, you should have a fit, your fit, which is really important. And and that is, that's the, that's the key thing, not being able to flash your six-pack, which is what you're talking about. We've got a great mate. His name is Ravi. Um, he's got red hair and a red beard. He's not Indian, um, but he's uh, an incredibly, he's an inspiring guy, Ravi, and he and another guy, Murray Warner, they are chiropractors. They started a podcast called Before the Dip. And so on Sunday mornings, they'd get up and go for a swim. And um, before they went for a swim, they'd record a podcast um, before the dip. And so before their swim, they'd go for this thing. Anyway, at some point it pivoted. Because Muzzo was a good swimmer and Ravi, you know, kind of did swimming, but he decided he was going to be a runner. And we were like, oh, good on your abs, you know, you know, good. you'll be a great runner. Um, that's what we would say. And uh, anyway, now he's running trail marathons and, you know, and, and doing up to 90Ks and just absolutely nailing it, like nailing it. And so I never thought that I'd be into running, but because of Ravi and now even more because of your story, and I've shared your story with Amber, my wife, and uh, and I feel like there's motivation, inspiration. And so now I've Murray said to me this year, he said, what's your goal for the year? I said, I want to be able to run 5Ks really easy. So I started running. I can do 5Ks with my eyes closed now, which is really good. Maybe not at the pace that I was yeah. initially setting out with because I was going, okay, I want to get faster, faster. I was trying to do four-minute Ks and I was blowing calf muscles. And so then I realized oh, maybe six-and-a-half-minute Ks is probably better at speed for me. And so now I feel like, and I had this thought this morning, at 5.45 as I was running out, I wonder if I could do a marathon. And I had to slap myself in the face to go, no, you don't want to do a marathon. But then maybe I'm thinking maybe I do. So where what's what's your favorite transformation and where have they come from? Because I feel like I'm being transformed. I feel you're the like- one. You're the I one, feel, though. Yeah. You will you're, be the transformation. The transformation. I feel like I'm in, <laughs> I'm in process because of now you, but because of Ravs and probably because of Brett Hill back in the day. I love it. Yeah, well, any, anyone can actually do it. Anyone. I, I did the the movie. Actually, has my mum in it. She's seventy three when she did it. So we walked around it together, and there was another character in there, Barry Wakeland, and he did it at seventy three too. Um, anyone can do it as long as you have the motivation. So it sounds like Damien, you've got the motivation now. You've got to go with your momentum, and um, I'll give you a program, and you'll um, get to your forty two point two k's in no time. Um, it's like what you just said: having a goal, having a purpose, having the motivation. So um, I, I think that's why I turned from fitness because when I realised people were coming to me primarily to lose weight when I was a fitness trainer. Um, and that was uh, with his and her time. And I didn't want people to just concentrate on weight loss. I wanted them to concentrate on a goal and celebrating their bodies. And that's why Adventure Time Travel came about, to give them goals and purpose. And that's why we started going around the country and people were achieving things they never dreamed 
before transformations um that I've seen so why the movie was made is because I saw so many transformations and I felt like I just had this secret that I really wanted to tell the world and show the world like because I was seeing these people change from uh, a very sedentary type person and lots of people lots of women I realized actually stopped exercising when they were 13 they they started jiggling and they never started again so they came to me when they were about 35, 38 after children. Now, that's a really long time for someone not to be exercising and not moving. Sure. And you can imagine the confidence in that. So um, seeing these transformations of these women coming out and supporting and then the men coming out because the men, actually it was called her time to begin with, but the men got so jealous that I had to change it to his and her time because the women got so fit. So basically the transformations happened because they had their purpose, they had their motivation, they found their fun, which was what they were doing with me, but it doesn't have to be that. It can be whatever. It can be belly dancing or swimming. Um, but the transformations, one that you will see if you do watch the uh, movie I'm Not a Runner, is Namara Lee. Now, she was actually that that typical person I just spoke about. She'd had three children. She was 38. She had an exercise for a very, very long time. She'd put on a lot of weight. She was at home. She um, was very anxious, wasn't working. She didn't want to be out in the community. Um, and anyway, she uh, decided to come out to his and her time. She thought one of her friends had convinced her. It took her two or three years to come out to my first session. She got there and she talks about it in the movie. She just wanted to leave. She didn't know why she was there. It was She felt terrible. She felt sick. But the group that she found, which was us, was really supportive and Straight away as a trainer, I tried to find her strength, which actually was her strength, her strength. So she, she um, cardio-wise, struggled a lot. So she just started walking and we gave her all the confidence to say that was fantastic because it was, right? She was out of her house. She was moving forward. She was walking. She was doing something different. So she was already winning. And um, then she was doing push-ups and I said to her, you are so strong. And she said she went home that night and all she could think of God, yeah, I am strong. I really am strong. And then she signed up, decided to sign up for the New York Marathon. And she also then documented some of it for us. And she has no, re- she, you know, she she is the person that you wouldn't have um, thought uh, would do this for us. But she is incredible in the movie. Um, she um, is an Indigenous lady um, who shares what happens to her is that she, uh, gains so much confidence that she then goes back to work working with um, children of Indigenous and mothers who are Indigenous um, and it changes her life and her husband's and her children's and she does do the marathon and um, she really changes her story. You know, I can do it. Um, she did do it. Um, and had you asked her if she was a runner or if she could exercise before, no way, absolutely no way. So those transformations for me is uh, why um, I do what I do because it gives me purpose. It, it The knock-on effect is so great and the mental health part of it. You know, I've had people who come to me and their doctors has pre- prescribed them, you know, um, depression tablets, heart, high heart you know, cholesterol, all sorts of tablets. And they come off these tablets and they go back to the doctors. The doctors say, what have you done? It's a miracle. And they say, oh, no, I've just changed my food and my diet and my movement with Anna. And I'm not a doctor, I'm not a physio, I'm not a health professional, but I do know if you eat well, move well, sleep well, your life changes and you don't need tablets. So if I could 
you know, if you could do it the easy way, because people like to take medication and, and make it easy, but if it doesn't even have to be hard. It's actually just about getting up and doing it, putting in your diary, making a habit of it, and then just moving through it. For me, I, I just do my exercise because that's in my diary every day. So it's just about making a habit. We just recorded a podcast before you and I started talking today. Before the three of us started talking today, we recorded another podcast about atomic habits. And so that, that oh, whole thing. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so very serendipitous that you'd mentioned that. Um, I wanted to ask, if if I was listening to this and I and I hadn't been inspired by Ravi um, to go and start to run, um, I would think, oh, marathon, it's outside of my consciousness. You know, like I'm just not even there. Like I'm not there yet. So for the person that's listening to this right now, is do they ever have to run a marathon? Like is like is it the pinnacle to do a marathon or can they feel comfortable having done 5Ks and continue to do 5Ks or having done 10Ks and continue to do 10Ks or maybe they get half marathons done and they raise the flag and go, yeah, I've nailed it. You know, does it have to be a marathon? Because often no, it just has to be anything. It doesn't even have to be running. It can be walking, you know, seven times a week. It can be moving. It can be swimming, locking into a swimming group or a belly dance. It can be anything. To tell you the truth, Damien, for me running 5Ks is harder than me running a marathon because I have to run faster. 10Ks is pretty hard for me too because I have to run faster again. 21Ks is pretty hard because I go faster again. The marathon, well, I can talk that whole way now (laughs) and I enjoy that. So, you know, it's for me, running a marathon, it sounds strange, is actually easier than the 5K. So 5Ks, I just go, whoa. Because, you know, the fastest runner in the world is a 100-metre runner. Mm -hmm. I can't compete compete against them. So the slower you are, the longer you are. Well, that's interesting um, that you say that because that's all about measurements, isn't it? So he's the fastest runner in the world over that distance, not the fastest runner in the world over 42.2Ks. You know? So that's very that's interesting. Right. So it just depends on what we define mm. that, what is our measurement. But just for the audience, you've done a lot of marathons. What What's your roundabout time for a marathon? 3.30. That's amazing. That's amazing. So that's, I mean, it's good time and you weren't a runner once upon a time and people would say that you're not a runner. But you are at three thirty. That's five minute case. That's five minute case. Well, this is what I and this is what I think everyone should do is say, "I'm not a runner." It doesn't matter if you think I am or not. You know, like you just get rid of those those people out of your life that are bringing you down. Get get rid of yeah. those thoughts out of your head that tell you that you're too fat or you're too old or you're. Just, yeah. just get try and get rid of it and get that other voice into your head that says, "Yes, you can. I can do it." And just start off slowly, like it's. You know, we've all got this negative voice. Believe it or not, everyone's got a very big negative voice in their head and it becomes louder depending on who you surround yourself with too. Um, so surround yourself with those positive people that make you feel good and and maybe go and try table tennis or something. That's what I'm going to do in the Australian Masters Games is try table tennis. Well, I'm going to join you one of these days because uh, yes. table yes. tennis is my number one sport. Now, this oh. is what... My my Masters Games question for you is, and we actually just answered it, is what other, you are an ambassador for the Masters Games. They are very lucky to have you and the thousands of athletes that go there have got Anna Liptak as their unofficial coach, supporter, motivator. Um, but what other sports, because I don't reckon you're just doing table tennis, um, what are you going to do at the Masters Games? Well, I would like to do definitely table tennis. So, Marcus, you'll have to teach me some tips on that because I'm just going to learn that one. I, I hear I, I would like to do dragon boating. So I'm trying to convince some of the um, people that I train dragon boating, but we'll have to see how, uh, how we do that. 
Um, and, you know, I believe there's things like darts. I think there's, you know, so many different um, inclusive events, netball, all sorts of things. Um, and, you know, I would like to do the running events. I hope they do have a half marathon in there. I think at the moment I've got the 10K and they're looking at a half marathon. Um, but, um, you know, we did a great event the other week with um, Running SA and they had about 200 women turn up and that was the best day because everyone just supported it one another. We encouraged everyone just to, you know, slap each other on the back and say well done for getting up. And it wasn't about racing. And I think this is what everyone's got to get out, you know, out of their heads. We can be part of the Australian Masters Games mm. and just participate. And you know what? How fantastic is that? We're in the Australian Masters Games. You don't have to qualify. You just participate, bring a friend along and have fun. Yeah, absolutely. What a great uh, shout out. It's australianmastersgames.com. It's October 7 to 14 in Adelaide. Anna Liptak, uh, you have been a joy to speak with. The world needs more Anna Liptaks in the world, I've decided. Um, this <laughs> nah, is- just one. My husband would disagree. <laughs> yeah, just one. But could Adelaide have anything else? Like, if they, is there anything else that Adelaide wants? You're like, jealous because they just had gather round. Give them- uh, <laughs> gather round, live. That? The Masters yeah. Games, like Fringe Festival, it's just celebrate, celebrate right it, now. Melbourne boy. You get everything. It's okay. No, no. I'm saying, how good is Adelaide? I'm not having a go at it. Oh, it's I thought you were so jealous. good. No, I think Adelaide's unbelievable. Look at them go. Like they've just got so much stuff. They can't have the Grand Prix back. But let me tell you, like it's <laughs> unbelievable how much Adelaide's got right now and just doing it so well. So good on you, Adelaide. Yeah, well done. And yeah, for more, um, Anna. Sorry, Anna, you going to say something? Nope. Now, for more on Anna, folks, get um, head on over to AnnaLiptak.com um, or you can see Anna's incredible work at Anna Liptak Runs on Instagram. Uh, check out I'm Not a Runner. We'll pop the Vimeo link uh, in the show notes. Um, and, again, Australian Masters Games. Put a little team together. Get some friends, like you said, Anna. Take some people over. Um, enjoy every bit of it. Play any sport you like. You don't need to qualify. You just need to participate. Anna, thanks for joining us on the podcast. And as we like to wish every single guest on 100 Not Out, may the rest of your life continue to be the best of your life. Thank you so much. And to you both too. Thanks for having me. No worries. For more on Damo, folks, head on over to DamienChristoph.com, myself, MarcusPierce.com.au, and to our loyal listeners. Until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.